This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Let's Talk Arsenal series. What is a combined show, not only looking ahead to the game against Leeds United this weekend, but of course reacting to the massive news that dropped this morning. Arguably the biggest news of 2022 in terms of Arsenal this year, with Mikel Arteta signing a brand new contract. We'll be doing more reaction to this in tomorrow morning's 8am show, but as it is our preview show, I'm joined by some of the guests from our Discord server to discuss this and look ahead, of course, to the Leeds game, as I said before. First of all, it's Tom. How are you doing, Tom? You good? You well? Yeah, I'm all good, thanks. How are you? Not bad, not bad. It's uh, not bad news, I suppose. Well, I suppose it depends who you are, I guess, but uh, it's not yeah. that bad news to wake up to no. this morning, of course. We'll get your thoughts on that in just a second. Ooh. Alex, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. Hope everyone's well. Looking forward to the weekend. Absolutely. And finally, making his debut on TGT, it's all the way from New York, it's Jeremy. How are you doing, Jeremy? Are you good? No, great. Stuff. A man of few words. I like it. I like it. No, it's just the way we want to go forwards. It's great. Um, I'll tell you what, when you've got people like Drew and Wayne, it's nice to have people who can answer a question with one word. Um, but thank you for joining us, mate. And I look forward to hearing some of your stuff on today's show. Welcome, everybody, joining us in the chat box. Hope you're doing good and well. Let us know what your thoughts are on the brand's new contract for Mikel Arteta. And Tom, we're going to kick off with you, mate. When you saw the news drop this morning, what was your initial emotion and reaction? I was quite happy actually when I look. I, I was a nice surprise because um, I did. I wanted him to have a new contract um, because obviously it to help actually attract players to the project. To have a manager on one year left on his deal is not. It's not going to work. You're not going to be able to attract people. Are just going to turn around and go. Well, you. It looks like you're probably going to go after that. So he's got. Is it three years added on to the year? Uh, no, it's two it? years added on to his year, so it'll end so in 2025. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's another three years, you know, three years mm. now. It, it, it's only going to help us, you know, attract players. And from the sounds of it, it's only helped us play better because he got the contract offer after us losing three games. And and then we go and win three. Mm. So, if anything, it's, it's, it's done the job. It's given us the boost we needed. And hopefully it gets us over the line and we can see 
you know, see out top four and, and end the season on a high. Absolutely. Alex, again, huge news that was dropped. Do you think it was the right decision to extend his contract? Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm along similar lines to Tom in terms of the uh, looking forward to the summer. We want to be able to, if, if a big selling point, as it has been for a lot of deals, has been Mikel Arteta, um, mm. or if you're to believe r- rumours and stuff that's come out um, and a lot of the things that the players say about him as well, then there's no doubt that whatever the results are on the pitch, which are arguable in one way or another, there's no doubt that mm. people like him. And, you know, you can talk about Aubameyang and Ozil, but I struggle to see anybody uh, how, who would have dealt with it much better. I don't, I don't really know. Um, and then the availability of managers currently also is not... I don't know who you'd replace him with who'd want to come to Arsenal at this particular mm. point in time. So it's it's all worked out nicely, in my opinion, but time will tell. Time will tell, absolutely. Jeremy, are you falling in line with, with Tom and Alex, or have you got a different take on this? Uh, no, I'm falling in line 100%. I mean, the board sees that Arteta has a plan. He's brought in, what, five new players in the starting 11 this season to fit the way he wants to play. And when all of them are healthy, they gave Man City a run for their money. They gave Liverpool a run for their money, even though they didn't get the result they wanted. So it's clear that he has the vision and that they're one or two key pieces away from really being at the next level. What are those two key pieces, do you think, that they're away from? Uh, in my opinion, uh, an improvement on Xhaka and an improvement on... Um, uh, Eddie or Laka up mm. front. I absolutely agree with you. I think they're going to be the two key positions that hopefully that we, we target in the summer. Let's see some of the reaction from the chat box uh, regarding the news. Uh, Jason says, I think the in the announcement was sent out to signal that the club is in a stable place right now and fully backs the manager regardless of upcoming results. To be honest, the team have made great progress so far. Rich says, didn't he mention in his last press conference that some of the players were asking about his future at the club? So they've done the contract to clear things up. The timing of the, the announcement is what I'm going to come on to next and what you feel about whether it was the right time um, to kind of put this out. Uh, Chris says, they kind of had to announce it now in case we don't get Champions League. Now everyone's happy with the team. Who knows what it would look like in a month's time? Lynn says, I think it is like what you have been saying, that Mikel's reached the goal that was set out and Mikel's now been rewarded. And I do think the club looked at just getting into that top six this season as kind of that next step along what they want to achieve. And they've done that with four games to go and still a Champions League possibility, a really strong one, in fact, you know, still left between now and the end of the season. Glenn says, stability at the club will definitely be a selling point to potential signings and some of those conversations will already be taking place. So I think the timing is spot on. And speaking of that, I have put a poll into the chat box. So give that a vote as well. Let us know whether or not you think the timing of the announcement is the correct moment. We all know that it was going to be, you know, we all knew he was going to sign a new deal, but regarding specifically the timing of when they've announced it, do you think it's the right time? Still quite split, to be fair. 50 Over 50 votes already on three-minute poll. 67% of you say yes, 33% of you saying no. Tom, what do you make of the timing of when they've announced this new deal? Is it the right time? Um, I, I think there was always going to be like a wrong time for people to announce it. It didn't matter. You know, for some people, they don't. even if we get fourth, they're saying it's the bare minimum and we should upgrade on him anyway. 
So the people who don't want him to sign don't want it announced anyway. So it doesn't matter when it's announced, you know, and I, I think it's any time is the best time. And mm. announcing it now, I think before our run into the end of the season, it's just it just means everyone has to get behind Arteta and, and the players for the end of the season because they, it doesn't matter if you don't like him, it doesn't matter. He's he's here for yeah. another three years. <laughs> so what what's the point in moaning about it for three years? Just sit back and try and enjoy it, you know, and get behind the teams and it'll get the fans even more behind because I was getting a little worried that he had it was only a year left. And I know everyone was saying, oh, he's, you know, he's already been offered a contract and everything like that. But you, you never know. You never know. And I think it's good to get it announced because it's the first time for a long time that the fans, well, 99, 98% of the fans are actually behind the team and the manager mm-hmm. for once. Like, there's hardly any disagreement on, on most things anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I know after the three bad results, it was bad, but Everyone could say we'd improved this year. Everyone on, yeah, on yeah. anything, and this is the best team we've had in five years. Yeah, this I, is the closest we are to fourth in in however many years. I think so close. I think so the only, I think Wenger when he came fifth, what was it, seventy three points he got, seventy two. Yeah, it was seventy right. something. If we can match that this year and get fourth, then we're 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 back where we were in fourth and mm. on the way up, rather than stagnating for, for years and years playing doing the same thing it's a little bit different this time yeah I agree with you um and I think that it was interesting talking about kind of the 98 99 percent of people because I mean I had to write a piece earlier on today talking about kind of the negative reaction to it you know from the other side of the argument and I did the the, the Arsenal way stream with Chris earlier on and you know there was uh, someone in the chat box that was saying that they won't watch Arsenal anymore until Arteta's gone and the thing is is that this very small percent and it is a small percentage the issue with the small percentage is they're so vocal, they're yeah. so loud that it makes them seem as so much bigger than they are. And I agree with you. I, I genuinely think it is about 99% of the fan base as a whole. I certainly behind. I think you see it in, in the stadium. I think the stadium is always a really good kind of sample of the overriding thoughts around the club. Like you go to the stadium or if you watch it on TV and you see the support in the ground, and it is 99%. Very rarely do you see people refusing to sing a chant, Dad <laughs> Potts. Um, at all, so uh, sorry, I cough in my throat there. Um, but in regard, I love you really. Did, did someone seriously comment and say they won't watch it anymore? Yeah, seriously, yeah, someone will comment. But on the why? You, I don't how? <laughs> how? But you see, you sat there and watched the last five years yeah. and enjoy. You know, it, this. I don't get it. What? What? What do you want? What is there? There's no, what is there? See, they, you can never get anything from football. Just go and support Man City and Liverpool. And then support the next team in yeah. the next 10 years. That Don't pick next a club. Can you answer Tom's question? Well, I mean, no, not really. I think there's there's maybe people who get overly invested, but without wanting to go into too much detail, that's probably not because of football. Mm. It's probably because of other avenues of their life, maybe where that things aren't quite going to plan so they're choosing to voice it in a different way because it seems a bit more trivial when it comes to football for a lot of people but I think the unfortunate uh, I think the unfortunate thing is that not a lot of people are able to voice their opinion in a way that is constructive um, and it sort of gets put out in a way of oh 
I can't really think of um, a way in which to explain why I dislike Arteta. So I'm just going to insult the person rather than saying you don't like the, mm. the tactics or you don't like the style of football. But I think the problem is that there is a style of football and that's where where I think I'm I'm at is if I can see that there's progress, even if it is small to begin with, then I don't think there's any reason we need to change it because if you're moving forward slowly, it's better than going backwards. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in regard to the timing of the, 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 the announcement, do you think this was, I mean, with four games left, some people have said, because I mean, the poll, like despite us thinking, you know, the decision to renew it, you know, is, is fine amongst pretty much most people. The timing of it is certainly split some people more so i mean 75 percent of people saying yes it's fine but 25 percent of people in the poll 26 now saying that it wasn't the right time to announce it so what do you make of that um i mean like i like tom said really i don't think it's really a necessarily a good or bad time to announce it mm. but i guess it gives people a boost who want Arteta to stay and if that is as it seems from a lot of the polls that I've seen over YouTube and various other sites, it seems that the majority do want Arteta to stay. Then that also gets support behind him and it gets support in front of, with, with the players who do really like him as well. It's, it seems as though that's what they're wanting. Um, and, you know, if you look at a lot of our goals this season, it tends to have come from mistakes or individual mistakes a lot of the time but sometimes mm. maybe these positional things that come with time and we've got a very young team who who are going to make mistakes and if people can't sort of some somehow see that then I mean I don't really have a lot to, to talk to them about because they ain't going to see it now they're not going to see it in, in two, a year's time if we're in the mm. same position again you know yeah, yeah, I do. I agree. Um, interesting point here from Diddley Squats. Uh, quite ironic considering his question. Um, name one good reason why the announcement's timing is bad. Jeremy, can you come up with anything? I mean, for an example, I was having a few conversations on Twitter today and someone said that they felt like this puts more pressure on the top four race. Whereas from my perspective, I think it actually takes pressure off not having to worry about this kind of scenario being talked about until the end of the season. Well, to me, I guess the only thing I can think is it might be seen as a distraction because mm. the whole contract situation was looming and there was the report a few weeks or months back that PSG were monitoring it. So I don't know, I'm, obviously I'm not in the locker room, but if there were any like rumblings like, oh, what if, what if coach leaves or whatnot, that puts, they could be focused, maybe focus more on that than the actual task at hand. I don't think that's the case. Mm. But what, do, I, you, do you agree yeah. with the timing of the, the announcement then? Yeah, like, I mean, like everyone said, I don't think there's a right time to do it. I feel like now is like, it's just a good time because it's a boost for the last uh, home stretch of the season. Everyone's like, there's no questions around our coach. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that this for me was probably the best time if there was. I mean, I slightly disagree with you, Tom. I think there is, you know, I think this is actually a good time. I think I'd rather do it now than say the end of the season because... You know, because we got this four games as a boost. We're going into a home game against Leeds. So the stadium is going to be alive and electric, you think, with the atmosphere now. Um, this is a big, big kind of morale thing for the players as well. You know, Arteta spoke in his press conference earlier about how he is looking at or hearing questions from players, asking him about his future at times. That's now not a distraction anymore. So I'll give you the argument that you were saying there, Jeremy, perhaps it's a distraction to put it there. 
on the other side of the coin, perhaps that distraction has been removed because he's just, you know his future is now assured. So I suppose it depends what kind of angle you come from. Now, this show is not just about Arteta's new deal, but it also focuses around Arteta's next game, which, as I've mentioned, is Leeds United. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to throw up the guys or desired 11s for the game as they also talk through not just their team, but how they feel ahead of the game. So, Tom, I think we start with yours. Talk us through your team and how you're feeling ahead of Leeds on Sunday. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. I, I, I've just seen an error in the team, which I've got to flag up. Oh, no. It should be white instead of holding. Um, okay. Because I think okay. at the time I sent you the team, the, the press conference hadn't come out yet. So, um, oh, no, yeah, so that, that's that's fine. <laughs> I. I yeah, I, I just thought I'd go for the same team because um, it's been a week's break and they did okay. There, there were there were ways to obviously improve, and I think with White coming in, it will help us progressing the ball out from the back when we do win it. it, it he is, you know, he's way better. You know, Holding actually did all right. I thought at, at West Ham, I thought he was actually better than Gabriel in terms of his actual progressing the ball out from the back. But I think White is that level above, and he'll help us. Tommy Asu comes straight back in. Obviously, he played really well, and I think it may have just been fatigue. And I gobbled for Martinelli over Smith Rowe purely because I'd play Smith Rowe on Wednesday. Um, and I think playing Martinelli, you can bring on Smith Rowe with half an hour to go, and that'll keep him fresh for Wednesday. Because uh, I think with Spurs, you want to obviously you get a bit more space with Leeds, which favours Martinelli. Whereas Spurs, they'll probably sit back a little bit more, which favours Smith Rowe. Um, and that, so that's why I do that. Uh, and then Ketia keeps his place because he's played he's played really well, actually, against mm-hmm. West Ham in the second half. I know he did the score, but he did actually all right. So, um, yeah, and I think the rest of the team sort of speaks for itself. I mean, Tavares is the, the issue, but I thought in the second half he actually did OK. Um, he just needs to he just needs to get when he's focused and his head's in the game. He's actually decent, but it's his lapse of the concentration, which he obviously has not got ample experience <laughs> playing in a back four on his own. He just doesn't. Yeah. Um, and I think Martinelli will probably track back a little bit more than Smith Rowe, so that might help him out. Fair enough. I, I mean, in terms of leads, we know what they can offer. They're very good in attack when they want to be. They're a bit temperamental. But do you think that it is their constant association with you know gaps in their defence that's going to allow us to, to open up them on, on Sunday? Yeah, and I think they'll leave a lot of space for Odegaard. I know Phillips will play, but I, I just think because you've got Martinelli there as well and Tavares likes to go forward, I think it will drag him over to that right-hand side, uh, our left-hand side, their right-hand side, and then that'll give the space to Saka and Odegaard because it's going to be Saka up against Firpo, and I'd fancy the, his chances up against him every day of the week. Um, although it would be Rafinha up against Tavares, but if we can keep pinning them back, I think it will be... We've just got to try and limit them as much as possible. We're playing at home. The new contract, you know, Arteta's got a new contract. Like you said, it's going to be a big atmosphere. Mm. I think if we just go at them early in the first 20 minutes, they'll, we can you can make them buckle and, and get an early goal. Let's go then to, I think Alex is next. Is indeed. Again, talk us through your team, which is the same as, as Tom's bar holding in for, for why and why you've chosen it, mate. Um, well, funnily enough, I... Probably would have changed it to white as well had I remembered. But 
Well, I, no, I, I, to be fair, I, I've gone with Holding just as a spoiler because I don't think it's worth risking him with a, with a muscular injury ahead of the North London derby, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so that was my secondary thought was I didn't really know if I wanted to change him when I saw the team pop up. So I think I'm going to stick with Holding for that reason that I'm not, I mean, on paper and most probably is an easier game to on Sunday than it is against Spurs. However, um, I also think that Holding played very well. Um, I think that there's no reason to change for the sake of, you know, yes, White's definitely better at playing out from the back, but I also think that um, leads are a bit more open than Spurs are going to be, like Tom said. So I think there's that. Um, I've also kept Tavares. Obviously, there are other options, but my main reason is because I think we'll probably have a decent amount of the ball, and I think he certainly looks better when we have more of the ball, as you will, because he doesn't have to defend as much. Um, but then I think I think Gabriel will need to be covering Tavares quite a, quite a lot against Rafinha. I'm, I'm slightly worried, to be honest. Mm. Um, and I didn't really I mean historically everyone knows that I'm not the biggest fan of Cedric so I wasn't going to play him at left back um, I don't really see why we'd move I don't think there's any point in moving Tommy Asu over so I think it's worth keeping it but I am worried about Leeds in one way or another fair um, enough yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Jeremy, talk us through your team then mate and your thoughts ahead of the Leeds game well this is honestly just me just being extremely scared. Like the Tomiyasu injury uh, saga, whatever you want to call it, scared the life out of me. So I'm not risking Ben White. Like you said, Tom, I don't think it's worth it against Leeds. And it's the same thing with Sokka. Like the past six, seven games, Sokka has been clattered into. And the past two games had to be taken off early. And because, I mean, he just beats people and then they just kick him. Mm. That's, that's what happens. And I just feel like we don't have, we don't need him for leads, and we want him a hundred percent for Thursday. And also, in our, for holding specifically uh, instead of White, leads have I think conceded the most goals from set pieces, and holding's a much better aerial threat than White, as we saw on Sunday. So yeah, I mean everything else. Martinelli over Smith Rose, uh, like I think Tom said. They play. They have a lot more space in behind, and that's much more complementary to Martinelli's skill set. Um, El Nani next to Jaka. That that's just been working since the Chelsea game. Mm. Tavar. The thing that worries me is Tavares, but I mean we have to play him because I mean Rafinha against Tavares. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Mm, bad is probably the answer. Yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not good at all. Um, it's interesting you've all gone for Martinelli because I, I think that makes me the only one that's gone for Smith Rowe uh, in, in this game. Um, everything else the same. Jeremy, I completely get your thoughts on Saka. I know why you're playing him, resting him ahead of a, a you know a midweek North London derby. It does make sense, and I think that you know it's a game if we're leading. If Saka starts, he should be being brought off and protected uh, a lot earlier on in the game for sure. I have gone with him because. You know, this this is such a key game, this Leeds game, because with who Spurs are playing, being Liverpool, we have to get a win. Uh, and I'm not saying that Pepe couldn't be a man to give us a win. It's just, I, 
I'd just rather go with Saka. Smith Rowe, the reason why I've gone for him is I actually think that, you know, Tavares is better when he plays with Smith Rowe. I think that Smith Rowe playing as kind of that inside wide playmaker gives more space on the overlap for Tavares. And I think that enhances his ability. And I think against Leeds, yes. Sure, I agree with your points about Martinelli. I think that he would be more maybe effective against Leeds' defence than Smith Rowe individually. But as a tandem, I think that Tavares overlapping would actually stretch Leeds a lot more. Uh, as far as I'm aware, they're going to be without Dallas, who I think is out for the rest of the season. So it'll be Ailing, who I assume will be playing in that right-back spot. Uh, and I think we've got enough to you know, get behind them with Tavares. Yes, we need to cover. Xhaka and Gabriel are going to have a big day covering Tavares against Rafinha. Um, but I think that this, along with, to be honest, either Smith or Martinelli is probably the best team. I wouldn't risk... Why? I just think it's too big of a risk with the North London derby so close on Thursday as well. You know, we've got an extra day's rest. We've got a, a one less day's rest than Spurs do, of course, but they have got a very much more taxing game against Liverpool, you would say, on the Saturday evening. And the, I mean, the difference is only 10 or 12 hours or so. It's not that bad. So I think it should be fine. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, let's go to predictions. Chat box, time to get your thoughts in the chat box as to what you think it's going to be. Tom, we'll start with you. Scoreline and scorers, please. Uh, I'm going to go for 3-0. And I think Enketia is going to get a hat-trick. Oh, brilliant. Alex, that's all that, all that, sorry, all that Enketia leads narrative coming through there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's why I've gone for it. I think he's going to, I think he's going to score three and relegate him. Brilliant. Alex, scoreline and scorers, please. I think it's going to be 2-0, and I think it's going to be in Katia and Tavares. Lovely stuff. And Jeremy? I'll go for 3-1, Rafinha, uh, and Katia has two, and Odegaard. Lovely start. Odegaard getting on the score sheet. It's always a pleasure. Uh, 3-0 for me. Uh, I hope this confidence comes through. I really do. Uh, I'd like Smith-Rowe to get on the score sheet again going into the derby. That'd be great. And Katia too. Uh, would also be fantastic. And I'm going to, you know, jump on the Jeremy train and say, yeah, Odegaard is, is, is going to get on the score sheet again. If not, Rob Holding scoring in back-to-back games would just be hilarious. So uh, I'd quite like to see that. And a goal from Tommy Asu. You know, if any, if we're going to swap out scorers, Tommy Asu's score would be great. But we're going to stick with uh, Smithrow and Ketia and Odegaard for my three. Let's jump into the chat and see what you guys have gone for. Lots of positivity, which is good to see. Omar says 3-0 Arsenal. This should be like work, although if we do lose, then don't blame me. Diddley Squat says 3-0. CM going for a 3-0 win as well. Terence going for a 3-2 win to the Arsenal. Terence, uh, sorry, going for a 3-0 instead. He's changed his mind. Uh, Kevin's going for 0-0. Lynn going for a 2-1 scoreline. KG, uh, but three points is all we care about. Um, Iron Cub says 4-1 Martinelli, 2 Pepe with uh, two of them as well. Uh, CM going for a, a Smith Rowe and Ketia and Saka to get on the score sheet. Rich saying 2 1 to the Arsenal. Harvey says 4 0. Dave says 2 1. Um, Steve going for a 3 1 Arsenal victory. Martin, though, saying 1 1. Curse for announcing Arteta's contract too early. Surfer says 3 0. Spuds are going to lose 5 0 in their game at Anfield. We can only hope. I mean, we could really do have a massive Liverpool win just to swing you know, the goal difference in our direction as much as possible. It could be a really big weekend in, in that department as well for, for a goal difference. We can hope that it will. And if it does swing that way, I hope that Carl is right uh, with his scoreline of, of 10-0, uh, which is quite an impressive one. Um, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Make sure if you're watching on Playback to leave your predictions in the comments section. Tom, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's just uh, TC uh, on Twitter. And and in the Discord server as well. Although I, I I I'm not always as active as I am on on Twitter. So 
I always yeah. forget that the Discord. I always forget the Discord app on my phone. So that <laughs> well, never to come fair, I am criminally inactive in the Discord, mainly because I, I dare not get involved with conversations with Vinny. Uh, it always comes back to bite me. Uh, Alex, tell people where they can find you, mate. Yeah, you can find me at the Discord server. Um, it's a really good community, and there's lots of lots of stuff to talk about, not just football. Um, you know, there's boxing if you like boxing. Um, that's the only thing I can think of right now. Though, so we've just gone for boxing. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, I can tell you what other channels that uh, have spawned in, in the last few weeks. So we've got gaming, MLS, boxing, cricket, movies, F1, rugby, fitness, reading. Reading. I mean, who was it? I reckon that was Ojo asking for reading. <laughs> the ITK Razor series, that's going to get busy when we get into the transfer window. Trust me. Very, very busy. We've got a Let's Just Talk channel, which is really great and I think helps out a lot with people's mental health when they've got problems. Uh, I know people have been going through their finals and exams recently too, and they've really used that channel a lot. So uh, I think it's great to see that community growing. And speaking of a community growing, Jeremy, brilliant debut, mate. Fantastic stuff. Thanks for coming on the show. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, yeah, you can also find me in the Discord server. You'll probably see me pushing my agenda for Paqueta. That's about <laughs> it. In the transfer channel that we have. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't need Twitter for transfer updates because the dedication that some people have to post all the updates in that transfer channel is insane. Um, so if you would like to come on the show and join up as a member and join the Discord server, link to memberships is in the link tree in the description. But a massive thanks to Tom, Alex and Jeremy. Fantastic stuff from those guys. And you're getting a lot of love in the chat box as well. I will see you tomorrow morning for more fallout from this Mikel Arteta fiasco and contract renewal uh, and of course we'll be doing a reaction late on Sunday to react to the win hopefully over Leeds United and Saturday evening we just got to really put our fingers crossed for a massive Liverpool victory as well could be a huge weekend in the ramifications of the top four race we'll see you soon and as always up the Arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.